Anne. I'm Missy. Welcome to Book Booze Friends. We're two chicks drink booze and talk book boyfriends. Welcome to another episode of Book Booze Friends. We are super excited that you are here with us. Hola. This week. Yeah, this week. I guess yeah. I was like, can we say this week, this, this time? Week. I don't know. This episode. Um, this episode. Sounds super fancy. This episode. <laughs> We are going to be discussing Lingus <laughs> by Mariana Zapata. I'm so sorry. Every no, time I every time I hear that name, word, I just laugh. Like I just Lingus, laugh. like you can't help but laugh. So for those of you that are unfamiliar, hide underneath a rock. Lingus is a portion of the word caningulus. Yep. Which is oral just say sex it. on a female. Just say it. Eating, um, eating someone out. Yeah, so, and if you've read the story, then you, you know that really plays into it. Um, Because Tristan mm. is known as Robbie Lingus, so that kind of gives you that, like, that thread. I'm not going to explain it to Lingus yet. We'll talk about that later. But we are reading Lingus, and I'm super excited because this really and truly is it's weird to say, maybe, but it's just a favorite. Like, I really enjoy right. it because it's really funny. Right. It's just a great story and I don't love slow burns but I do really enjoy Mariana Zapata's slow burns yeah because they're just so well executed um and we'll talk about that a little bit more later so there we go we're reading Lingus so Missy yes what are we reading what are we reading what are we drinking today I've had too much to drink already apparently <laughs> so in Lingus there's Lingus is basically you said it was like a bartender's yeah paradise. a bartender's Paradise because it has strawberry daiquiris in the book. It has margaritas, chocolate martinis. It has um what most people call vodka crayon, which is cake pods. When I which said that, I to, did not. Know. Yeah, I said, "Hey, Marianne, we're gonna be drinking cake pods," and she's like, "What's, What's a that? cake pod?" I'm like, "Vodka crayon." Oh, I love vodka crayon. That's what that is? Okay, yeah, let's yeah. go. It also has beer and wine and vodka and water. You know, but so today we are actually drinking vodka cranberry. Also known as Cape Cod. Yeah, so we're drinking Cape Cods. Um, we did do it a little differently because instead of using the normal ocean, um, spray. ocean spray cranberry juice, we're using an organic cranberry juice, which is a little bit more tart. It's quite tart for yeah. me. At least it's very tart. Yeah. I had to cut my vodka cranberry with a little bit of Sprite. Which is to, fine. To make it a little bit more palatable oh, for which me. Is I don't fine. love sour stuff. So like I tried right. it. I was like, oh, I feel right. it. And so for you listeners out there, whatever you guys are drinking, enjoy it. Um, Slanchival, uh, uh, toast, prose. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Let's Kick yeah. back and talk about exactly lingus. lingus. Okay, I'm reading over my notes. So lingus. I don't know if you heard Missy, but she's reading over her notes, and I'm like, I don't need notes right now. Okay, so lingus. It is a romantic comedy, I guess, by definition, because mm-hmm. it's it's quite funny. It is funny. Um, there's so many parts of the story that are just like for me. I'm the type of person I really struggle to read about other people becoming embarrassed mm-hmm. because I also feel embarrassed for them. And I'm like, I can't believe that you lived that. And so there's a few parts where I'm just like, oh my God, like I can't believe that. Right. But it's super funny. Right. Um, so kind of the main plot in this, there are two main characters. One of them, Tristan, mm-hmm. 
is a porn star. So I'm saying that we learned it quite early on that he's a porn star. However, our heroine. <laughs> you can't see my face. But her name is Cat. Thank you. Cat Burger. There we go. Yeah. I'm like, like I had the look on my face of, oh my Her name God. is Catherine, but she goes by Cat. I forgot her name. Okay. Yeah. So Tristan, a.k.a. Robbie. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Star. She's a fourth grade teacher. And Kat is a teacher. She's a fourth grade teacher. Oh, wait, wait, wait. She also writes mystery novels. Oh, it was romance. No, mystery. Whatever. She writes. Yeah, that's, she that's writes. That's all that's important. Under Sophia Nyland. Yes. Wow. So, two very opposite ends of the spectrum. Yes. So, Kat has her own kind of secret persona. I didn't even think about that actually yeah. until right now. Where she right. does kind of have her own secret persona. Right. Just like Tristan does. And Tristan, while also being a porn star, he is in law school, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, and that's actually why he becomes a porn star, because he realized loans would just be super expensive. So he that's decides, why. well, why not? And he becomes known as Robbie Lingus. And kind of like I explained with the title Lingus, he's known for eating out. Um, and I don't mean eating out and let's go to the Taco Bell. Right. <laughs> I mean, she... I'm going to make a really crude comment, but he's going to eat me eating tacos. But right. It's not tacos like what you're thinking. Fish tacos. <laughs> okay, so this, this is our personality, by the Sorry. way. So, okay, you really get to see the full force. Right. Okay, so they end up meeting at a porn convention, but what's kind of interesting is she does not know who he is for, not only say quite a while, but for a good portion like at the beginning, she has no right. idea who he is. She's like, maybe he looks a little bit familiar to me, but not. I don't well, think... because he's on costume. Yeah, because so his he's whole in street thing, clothes. He's in street clothes and he dyes his hair and he wears glasses as Robbie Lingus on purpose because he doesn't want people to be like, right. oh my God, you're a porn star right. when he's at the law office. Right. And his parents don't know. So it's this whole like super secret persona. So the fact that she even finds out, I think, is actually kind of interesting. Different topic for a little bit later, maybe. So they meet at a porn convention. She's there with her best friend. I mean, very open about the fact she likes watching porn, self pleasure, the whole thing. Right. Very body positive, woman positive. Right. I think, which is actually a plus in this. Instance. Oh, you know that's super, super yeah. awesome because so often you don't really see that. Right. Just in general, you just don't see that. Right. And so she and her best friend is a porn star, but she only does female to female. Yeah. So girl on girl. Wow. So it's three of them. I, let me make sure I specify that. It's Kat, Zoe, and uh, what's her name? The lawyer. I don't remember what her name is. She is heretofore known as the female lawyer because right. neither of us can remember her name. But anyway, they're there. Nikki. Nikki. Nikki's her name. Um, so sorry. It's Zoe. Zoe, Nikki, and Kat are so, three so best Zoe friends. Zoe is the porn star. Girl and girl. Very well known. Very short. Right. Nikki's the Asian-ish, Very ball buster. Yes. Is what I'll say. But she's also super obsessed with another porn star who happens to be Tristan's best friend, Cal. Yes. Um, and so, like, there's a lot of different threads that come together. And so, essentially, what happens is Tristan and Kat meet each other because Kat is picking a wedgie. Yes. <laughs> and he calls her a gold digger. He's like, what are you doing, little gold digger or whatever? Digging for gold or something like that. And she's, like, super embarrassed, but kind of lasts it off. And that just kind of sets the tone. For their relationship. It's kind of this whole, like, you know, they tease each other and they start out as best friends, I would 100% say. It's oh, yeah. Completely platonic. Yes. However, as the story progresses, we get to see that 
and this is what I love about Zapata slow burns that build yes to the ultimate romantic moments where they give into their feelings and they admit them and they go on and all that stuff but it takes a while to get there and that's another thing you know so slow burn when I say Zapata is slow burn I mean it like her heroes and heroines for the most part it's within the last 20 to 25 percent of the book that they get together I know right I was like when I I've read this before and I like we've already told you I actually told Marianne about this book right and so um even when you read it the first time, even when you read it the second, third, fourth, or just, whatever, you're, you're on the hoping, edge of your seat, hoping that maybe this is the time that it's quicker. Yeah, and then you like you're reading the book, and then all of a sudden you look down to see how much you've already been through the and book. You're and at it's like eighty percent. Eighty percent. They're just now having sex, and you're like, it's, he's a freaking porn star. But I will say, I do understand in this particular book why they choose to wait because for him he wants it to be just the two of them and he still has obligations as his Robbie Lingus character that he has to fulfill. I get it. I and do. And for her I can kind of understand her hesitation because it's kind of like you know when you're in a relationship you want to be in that relationship just the two of you and it's I can see where it would be kind of difficult knowing that your partner is a porn star and that they're going to have sex of some kind well i mean i totally get it right because i'm comfortable 90 percent of the time in my own skin i'd say 75 percent. you know what i'm saying <laughs> i'm comfortable 90 percent of the time in my own skin um but my husband is not a porn star guys just saying that Neither right now husbands are. yeah <laughs> yeah we're not married to porn stars but I kind of understand where Kat's coming from. I can see the hesitation on both sides. I'd be like, holy crap. Someone else gets to see his dick? Not only see his dick, but Feel what most porn yeah. stars are freaking perfect looking. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I will admit, I've seen porn. I enjoy porn. I mean, who hasn't? Right. Probably not at Okay, so at our age, there's a little bit of a gap. But at our not age, that to a well, okay, point. so yeah. <laughs> There's a decent enough There's gap. A gap. <laughs> I'm not going to say gap. what it is because y'all might not. No one needs to know the gap. <laughs> there is a gap in our age. Mind the gap. But I don't. <laughs> I don't think you need to know exactly how much of a difference there is because I think we are mentally about the same age. True. Um, <laughs> physically, maybe not, but mentally, we are 100% the same age. Um, but yeah, so like that's kind of a really big thread, and that's why it is a slow burn because both of them are struggling to come to terms with his alternate persona of Robbie Lucas. Yes. Which, again, I totally understand. Um, and so before they get together, he's pretty much just like, I'm making the choice to be done with it. And it's because he wants to be with her, which is, I think, super noble and super awesome. Because how often, as a woman, I mean, I guess as a man, too, do you want to see the person that you are romantically interested in kind of make that big of a decision? I mean, who wants their man to be dicking somebody else? That, too. Not I mean, me. honestly. Like, I would 100%. Like, I mean, I'm sure we can all relate. How many of us have a dream that our husband cheats on us, and then we take it out on him the next day? Well, yeah. Most definitely. Actually, so, yeah. side tangent. I mean, I saw a TikTok the other day. Oh, God. I don't know if I sent it Did to you Did you send it not, to me? But it know. was, I know I sent it to my husband because I was like, I think you'll appreciate this. And in it, the wife is 
filming her husband. And the husband is like, I'm over here cleaning the house because my wife dreamed that I cheated on her. So I'm having to make it up to her. <laughs> I've had those dreams before, though. Like 100%. I've had those dreams before. That is me in a nutshell because I wake up so mad at him and I'm like, oh my God, let me tell you. And he's like, it's a fucking dream. I know, right? What the hell is your problem? And so, like, it's kind of, I feel like, that feeling that, like, how would you feel with the knowledge? For me, I probably couldn't handle it. And I'm just going to be real. Now, it might be different if it was, like, Kat and Tristan when they met. He was already established. And they waited. I would be fine with that. But I just cannot see myself, kind of like with Nikki and Callum, where he's still pretty active to a point until they get married. Um, Well, I mean, both. But Callum and Tristan both quit at the same time. Exactly. So it's you like, know? I just, I really, I'd, I'd struggle. Right. Um, well, I mean, it's true. So I don't know. Some of you um, listeners might be older or younger or, younger <laughs> or um, you know, but I don't care what age group you are. Everyone knows of Ron Jeremy. Right? Everyone knows Ron Jeremy. Tristan is not Ron Jeremy. Yeah, like, he's so totally different from Ron Jeremy. Right? He's, he's like not hot, Ron Jeremy. attractive, built. So, um... Good with his no, shit. So, with that aspect happening, you know, we all know you guys are sitting there shaking your heads. No, I would never be hot watching porn. Bullshit. At some point, we've all watched We've it. all watched I porn. You know, we all have a goodie drawer. We all, you know, it happens. And you know what? That's healthy. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Own your sexuality. Enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what age you are. Enjoy it. And if your man or your woman isn't giving it to you and you need it some other way, dude, get in that goodie drawer. Self-love is awesome. But in this instance, I totally would understand the hesitation mm-hmm. of Kat well, with she, Tristan. And she, talks and she talks about it a lot, actually. Yeah, like, where she gives that, like, internal reflection or even talking to others right. about, like, what she's thinking, kind of about him being with other women because she has the thought of, like, how do I match up? And eventually, I guess later in the book when he's about to quit, meets up with a former girlfriend who happens to be a porn star, and she just has a ton of self-doubt about it like her boobs are bigger right her hair is shinier she's prettier than right. i am but then tristan's like but she's fake exactly she's so fake and he like admits that you know, he was with her more because of convenience and she understood the lifestyle than because he actually liked her which is kind of sad it is um, sad actually it's very sad but i really like to see that because i think we all like if whether you watch porn or not even if you're just Asian watching porn cartoons count. Hentai. It counts. Even if it's just reality television or movies or whatever, we all have that feeling of inadequacy. So I really like and I don't want to say I enjoyed seeing it, but like it was really nice to see that she was super real about the fact that even though she wasn't unattractive, she worried that she didn't live up to the expectation that Tristan now had because of his experience with other porn stars. Right. And then he's like, dude, no, you're like so authentic. I like you for how you look. I don't want you to look like that. Right. Like, it's so fake and plastic, which I think is a message that 
as women, we quite frankly just need you. Exactly. Because I knew, like, every single one of us hate looking at ourselves in the mirror. Mm. We all do it. True. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much you work out. I don't care how much you eat right. I don't care. We always see the flaws. We never see the good things. Exactly. It's always the bad things. We always see it. No matter what we do. You know? Um, we all nitpick, oh, I have cellulite here. Oh, I have, like, fat deposits here. Oh, my boobs aren't big enough. Oh, they're oh, too big. Yeah, we're too big. My ass is too big. My thighs are too big. I don't want anyone to see me naked. Dude, we all get it. We all understand it. But if your man is, like, hot for you and he's... Who cares what you look like? As long as exactly. you like it, that's what matters. Exactly. I was going to say crude stuff, but Marianne made me stop. <laughs> I mean, I already said you're eating tacos, so I mean, you can really get I said fish tacos. <laughs> I said fish tacos. <laughs> okay, now that we have kind of got a little bit of the plot down and some tangents, minor tangents, um, let's talk a little bit about, you know, what did we really enjoy? I mean, we've already kind of hit on a few of mine. The whole right. representation of kind of self-love, I guess. Um, but with Zapata, what I generally just literally over and over and over again with her books, what I love is how she represents their relationships because it's always a slow burn. And so the way she goes about it is it's maybe a little bit frustrating that we have to wait, but it's always worth it because she builds a relationship in such a way that it's by the time it happens, you're just so ready. I would actually agree with that because, I mean, as you know, I've read many of her books. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Clutie, is that? Yeah. Culty. Culty. I was like, what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> Sorry. Um, Culty, um, Underlock. Mm-hmm. Underlock, I, mean, I actually just reread last week. Oh, did you really? Um, many of her books, right? She's an amazing author. I love reading her books. And like you said, they are every single one of them is a slow burn but it's so worth it because she's honestly in general such a phenomenal writer oh yeah that it's not like it's poorly done oh yeah where you're just like oh my god just get together i mean mean, you feel that way maybe a little bit not complaining at all but like it's just so well written right while you're yearning for them to finally just oh my god come together Right. Get together. Just do it. Oh, and my see, God. And that's one of the things about this book I actually love is the playfulness and mm-hmm. the connection that Kat and Tristan have. It really allows us to see that connection get, exactly. get established and grow. Exactly. Because, I mean, like, as you know, when you read the book and, you know, Tristan gets sick. Mm-hmm. And he has like flu-like symptoms, right? And she drops everything she, literally. Exactly. And just goes over and helps. She him. goes and helps him, and so they have that amazing friend connection throughout the whole entire book, even though she has underlying issues, issues and feelings towards him. But because of her own self-worth, that, exactly, how she sees herself, and because of his um, secondary job. Mm-hmm. She feels inadequate, even though she's not. Exactly. And then once they do get together. It kind of falls away because at that point also the porn is in the background. Exactly. Him. It's not something that he's still doing. Exactly. He's moved completely away from Exactly. So what are some of the things you didn't like about the book? 
So I'm I'm gonna be honest. So Nikki, just say it, Nikki. Really? Not one of my favorite characters, and I think like I I kind of go back and forth with her. Like it's not that I absolutely hate her and thinking, oh my god, you need a better best friend. But there are aspects of her personality that I'm just like, I really didn't need to know that. And it really revolves around her relationship with Callum. And I, I do kind of, like, I get why she wrote it that way. Like, it's funny. And you know, they're both marrying porn stars and one of their friends is porn stars. So, like, I really get why it is. I just, sometimes with Nikki, like, how she's like, what was it she said about Callum and giving him a blowjob and I don't even remember at this point, but she made a comment about that. And I was just like, I'm not that way. It's a little, a little too, too forward for me. All right. Um, and then like. But I remember she's a ballister. Oh, yeah. And then after she's disappeared for three days or whatever for a fuckathon, she calls and she's hoarse. And I'm just like. Mm. Yeah, but you know what? In a sense, though. That's pretty awesome. Well, you know, like, I mean, I'm not even saying, like, that's a bad thing. Like, she shouldn't be that way. I'm just, like, for me, like, I just found her a bit much to handle. Right, right, right. And see, and I totally forgot to tell everybody, um, and even you, and what I liked about the movie. Like, one of my favorite things that Zoe, who actually is one of their, their friend that is the porn star who does Girl and Girl, she calls them the porn wives. Which and, I, did, I did I did enjoy that because right. I found Zoe to be very cute. Oh, Zoe's amazing. And so she basically is saying, hey, we need to have a TV series. A reality show. A reality show about I'm the three of us. I'm the porn star. You're married, you're married to, to one. Former porn a former porn star. So just see what that's like. Exactly. And you're dating a former porn star. And people need to just follow us around everywhere. And so I think that was pretty cool. But on the other hand, what I don't like about it is cats and security. Yeah, that you know what I mean. There are certain points where it's like I I get those insecurities, right? But there are certain points where it's just kind of like I think at some point you just have to move on. Well, exactly, and not only that though, but one of my problems was with Tristan and Cat. Like Cat knows what Tristan is doing, and so Cat is going on dates and seeing other people and it creates tension, and, which, it creates I mean, tension need, and where Tristan gets pissed mm-hmm. and so he actually gets fired from his, his scene his scene because he can't perform the way that he's supposed to but i mean what does he expect well exactly that's 100 do you know what i'm I saying like what, what else did you think was going like, to happen what do you think is going to happen feelings for somebody else and exactly you know and of course with her insecurities which 100 i i agree with um, you know, both of them should have said, hey, I have feelings for you, you have feelings for me. She should have just been me. honest. But then again, at that point, it would not be slow burn. Exactly. Like, it would be a regular medium burn, maybe, I could see. Um, so, I mean, I guess in a way, we kind of needed those insecurities. Well, yeah, most definitely. But, I mean, my issue was totally... It's just a lot. Yeah. You know, it's like if they would have just owned up to where they both stood, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it didn't even have to be at the beginning of the relationship, even at the middle of the relationship before Tristan made the decision after he got fired because he hit the wall because she was out on a date with somebody else. And so he's showing jealous tendencies 
And they're not even together. And they're not even together. They're just friends. And she's making it clear they're just friends because... Of what he's doing. And exactly. He's not going to move forward. But I will say, flipping that coin, she also shows some jealous tendencies. She does. Because she and Nikki both... Remember the night they got drunk? Because yeah. they were both at... Both because Callum and freaking Tristan were at work doing what they had to do something California. that they were contracted to do. And they could not drop out of it because of those contractual obligations. And like I... It's not saying that I don't understand their feelings because I do understand their feelings. But I don't know. Maybe it's just because of my own experiences. I'm like, you kind of knew what you were getting when you signed oh, up yeah. at that particular point. And he was very, it's not like he hid it from her either. Exactly. He maybe didn't talk about it a lot. He was very upfront about like, I'm contractually obligated to do this. Right. I can't not do it. I'm really sorry, but you're going to have to kind of deal with it a little bit. And in that respect, her... Right jealous tendencies kind of bothered me a little bit because like you, you knew what it was going to be exactly and, and you're going to be upset i'm not saying that her feelings are not valid because they are they valid, are valid but yes. it's just it's hard but his are too because exactly like i mean it's, it's two sides of the same coin exactly so marianne mm-hmm. would you recommend this book to other people and why 100%. I think I've read this book actually two or three times. Um, <laughs> it's a good book. It is. A, it's, yeah. And it's great to always revisit it because right. when I revisit it, I get to see things that maybe I didn't notice the first time through that I'm like, oh, okay, no, that actually makes sense this right. time why that happened this right, way. Right, right, Or why I missed this or something like that. But I definitely recommend it because I mean, Zapata is the queen of slow burn. And if truth like, you're not sure about slow Preach. burn. I understand Preach. why people don't love slow burn, I think. But her take on it is just so good. Like, by the time you get to that eventual, they're coming together, it's so fulfilling. Yes. Because you've been able to see the progression of their relationship from platonic to romantic. Um, and that's just amazing. But also, the comedy aspect of this is just... It's irreverent to a point, but it's just straight up funny. Right. Um, and I'll be honest, not every author is successful at doing that. Sometimes it you know, takes it a step too far um, or whatever. And I just think Sabata does a great job of presenting the slow burn aspect plus the comedy aspect, but also bringing in some real world issues like self-worth and body positivity and self-love and all that stuff and just makes it a really nice package. See, and I would have to agree with you. Because um, even when I recommended this book to you to say, hey, you read some, I think at that time you had read Dear John. Is that the one? Dear Aaron. I say that every freaking time, don't I? Dear John is Nicholas Sparks. I always sit there and say that one. So, er, because I know you had read that one. And I think I'd also read, I'd read like uh, Wall of Winnipeg. That was the first one yes. of I'd ever read. Yes, and then yes, I think yes. I just read Culty, and I was like, I read this, I really liked it. Yeah. Very different take on like sports. Club. Right, right, right. Um, and there's some other stuff that I won't mention because we'll probably talk about Colty. Oh, at some yeah. Colty is actually a good book. And then I you like were like, book. you should totally try out Lingus. And I was right. like, why the fuck not? Let's, let's go. <laughs> and so, like, even to me, I think Lingus is an amazing book because, especially if you're looking for something that's lighthearted, mm-hmm. a wacky comedy mm-hmm. that you don't. Like, if you're especially having a really rough week or a really rough time in your current life and you just want to, like, veg out 
It's a great book for that. Exactly. This one is the perfect book to just sit down, veg, have your drink, whether it's adult beverage, unadult beverage, leaded, unleaded, whatever. whatever the case may be. But you just need to just check out for a little bit. Here's a book that's five hours. If you read it from start to finish, it's about five hours. Yeah. Pata's books are usually a little bit on the bigger side, yeah. which is fine with me. Like, I enjoy that kind of meaty exactly. storyline. Exactly. So, you can check out for five hours, read this book, get some laughs, get a little bit of, like, zenness to it. Worth you know it. what I'm it's saying? Totally worth it. And then, like, my, I loved how these characters were just like, oh, Gold Digger. Oh, Magellan. You know, how they had the play on each other, how they had this crazy, irreverent relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, who doesn't want that in their life? For real. Right? I mean, I can tell you, my husband and I, we've been together for a freaking long time. A freaking long time. Ladies, gentlemen, I love my husband. But <laughs> there's those days you just want to kill him. Think everybody feels that way about their husband or wife, right? You do, you do, but unfortunately, I have no problem saying it. <laughs> a lot of people have a problem saying it, right? So, to me, going and reading something like this and then saying, You know what, my life's not bad, that issue's not that big a deal, I'm okay, you know. So, but yeah, I think. You know, this is a good book to enjoy just to... Very lighthearted. Exactly. But in a good way. It doesn't mean that it's not... As important or as... In, or as... It's not meaty because exactly. books are meaty, like I already said. But right. It's so. lighthearted contemporary. Yes. But it still has a really good storyline. So... Are we going to rate? We are going to rate. So how would you rate Tristan? Overall, I feel like like a six. Do you really? Why? It's like hard to say. Like I really love his character. You know, you gotta tell me. You just gotta tell like me. I love his character. I think he's a great personality, and he's super funny. He actually, in some respects, remind me of my husband. Like dun 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 dun. <laughs> I mean, they're both gingers, but <laughs> like. Just kind of like that personality that's funny and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, kind of lighthearted. That's very much my husband. Right. Um, and I guess maybe in some ways, too, like I also kind of can relate to Kat. For oh, yeah. that same reason. Right. Um, but again, like there's certain aspects like he just doesn't fully stand out for me. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing. Like I, I really enjoy him as a character. Right. But he doesn't match up to like. I mean, I don't even have to say his name. You know exactly who I'm talking exactly. about. <laughs> like so, like yeah. So it's Same. like not that he's bad, but I mean he's he ranks up there, but he's not like my all time favorite. See, and to me, he's around a five, and the reason why is because because of his side job, right? He completely dismisses. He. It's not really dismissive, really. It's like he's jealous because Kat's out dating. 
But he's never but given yet, her an indication that one he hasn't told she's her not made a move. how he feels. Which neither is she, but Well, she isn't either, but I understand why she doesn't, because he's still she's worried dicking someone else for work. Yep. Granted is for work. But still but still does that make it better or worse? It, exactly. <laughs> I mean it doesn't make it like, oh, because I'm a porn star, I have free reign to go out and do whatever I want. That's not no. You don't, you know, and so he does not think that way. I will say no. That much. He no. does not. He Very is, respectful. He respect. he is one hundred percent respectful. He's not a typical douche. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying though is is that he gets jealous. Even in the book, he hits a wall, um, messes up his knuckles. She notices because of her going out. He doesn't even tell her. He's like, oh, it's not a big deal. Exactly. Fine. And so that's why, to me, he's around five, five and a half, maybe, because, like you said, he doesn't stand out, but he doesn't also... He doesn't fade into the background. Fade, right? I mean, he does amazing things because he tries everything he can to make Kat feel beautiful, even when they're just friends, before they actually hook up. You know, he goes out with her friends, he goes out with her and does stuff as Friends. friends. Very heavy on the quotations. You know, and then, like, they hang out all the time throughout the whole entire book, you know, but yet when she goes out with the guy from the aquarium or whatever the case he's may gonna be. He's going to get pissed off. Because he gets pissed she's off. She's trying to live her life and he's given her no indication. Exactly. And so, to me, I mean, I'd date him. Mm-hmm. I'd date him, but I would feel insecure. Until. Until, you I know. Got- better with myself yeah or he gave me a better indication of exactly exactly where we stand. and i mean and one of the really cool things yeah one of the really cool things about tristan is you know he comes out eventually and says hey i'm done with porn i have one more thing i have to do Which because she goes with them too. exactly where we see the ex-girlfriend yes we do and so and then they finally that's when they come together. Like, Get together. Like, I'm done with this part of my life. Right. So we can finally move forward. Exactly. Because at that point, we, they've admitted that we do want something right. more. So, yeah. And we just have to wait for that one. I mean, Tristan's great. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Tristan's great. I'm just saying, you know, I get where Kat's coming from. And that's why I rate him as a five, five yeah. and a half. Agreed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. What do you guys think about Tristan? If you have read the book, please let us know. If you haven't read the book, read it and then, and then let, let us, us know. know. <laughs> you know, and obviously, as always, the the best time to reach it, the best way to reach us is through the email, and we get back to you within a day or two. And it's book boys booze friends. Shit, I've been drinking book booze friends at, gmail. at gmail.com. Spelled the exact same way that our yeah. podcast is named. Exactly. Um, 100%. We so want to hear from you. We want to know if you enjoyed the episode. If you had different opinions, all of that stuff. So please, please, please send us an email. We want to know that there are people actually listening to us and we're not just talking into a void. Let's be real. Exactly. Um. So. So, Marianne, I have a question for you. Okay. <gasps> what is our next episode? So our next episode is going to be another favorite. So in case you didn't know, we tried really hard for the start of this to pick books that we even if we hadn't maybe already read them. Right. Or books that, 
at least one of us had enjoyed. Exactly. And so this is another one. Oh, wait. Before she reveals what we're going to read, we also tried to make sure, um, because most people have KU. KU, we try to find books that are available in KU. So that way, if you it's do... It's a little bit easier yeah. for everybody to read. Exactly. Um, we are going to eventually kind of, because we've been talking about like the Kristen Ashley yeah. or some others where they're not in KU. So yeah. we'll try and let you know if a book is not in KU. But so far, every single book we've told yeah. you has been in KU. Because like Mary and, I, Mary and I were talking today, I have three apps full of books. Yes. <laughs> you know, because I've been reading a lot of ebooks since um, 2009. Yes, let's date myself. Why don't we? <laughs> right. But um, so that way we're like going through our art, both of our archives and trying to see what we can present to you guys. That'd be fun. That'd be fun, exciting. Um, and some, a really good read. Exactly. I mean, and like we said many times before, please let us know if you guys have any recommendations for drinks, books that you want us to talk about. We want to hear them. Bring it. Bring it. Okay. So, the, the reveal of next week's episode. By the way, y'all can't see my cat, but she is in here with us. Her name is Olivia. She's our podcast cat. That's what we've said. And she just looked at Missy like, what the fuck is your issue? <laughs> like, I don't, like, she literally was right. like, what are you doing? But I, I will say, doing. Olivia does actually like me. Olivia's pretty chill. Yeah. So, our next episode is going to be a Tijin book. Yeah. And Tijin, for those of you that, she's still looking at her like, what the fuck is your damage? <laughs> I know, right? I have tons of damage. Um, but Tijin, super popular author. This was actually, for me, was the first or second book I read first. Really? Yes. Seriously. So, so we'll talk about that next time a little bit. But it's Hate to Love You by Tijin. It is a standalone to this oh sports gosh. romance. It is new adult. I'm like shocked right now. So we'll next episode hit a little bit on that a little background there. Um, we're super excited to do it because we both love this book. It's mm -hmm. such a good book. And we hope that you enjoy it as well. So two weeks from now, same time, same place, same Woohoo! We will catch y'all later. Laters!